This is the Old Radio Show's podcast. And now, in cooperation with police and federal law enforcement departments throughout the United States, the only national program that brings you authentic police case histories. Waterman's Pens and Waterman's Ink present Gangbusters. January 12th, 1946. A serious crime is being committed every 40 seconds. A murder every three hours. Waterman's pens, every one a master writing instrument, and Waterman's ink, the ink that goes up to three times as far as ordinary inks, are proud to bring you gangbusters, presenting facts in the endless war of the police on the underworld. Facts that show the operation of our law enforcement officials in protecting our citizens. And so we introduce Louis J. Valentine, former commissioner of the largest police force in the world, who will interview by proxy Sheriff Willis Tennyson, Carter County, Oklahoma. Commissioner Valentine. Well, Sheriff Tennyson, tonight's case deals with an unusual clue. The most unusual in my experience, Commissioner Valentine. I'd like to begin on an April evening in a modestly furnished apartment on the outskirts of Houston, Texas. A tall, strikingly beautiful redhead was pacing the floor nervously, while her companion, a younger man, sprawled comfortably in an easy chair near the door. The clock was striking six. Stop pacing up and down, will you, Rita? You give me the jitters. Can't help it, Jerry. Six o'clock now. Oh, he'll be here any minute. Wearing out the rug won't make him any earlier. I wonder what he'll be like, Jerry. Like he's always been, of course. Oh, no, he won't. Five years is a long time. Besides, he won't be coming back the same as he was before he went. Yeah. Yeah, losing his leg was a tough break. Tough break, yes. But he's still the smartest man I know. He'll make up for it other ways. You'll see. He ever talk about it in his letters, Rita? Not much. I guess he's pretty sensitive about it, Jerry. Mm. We've got to be careful not to notice. Okay. What's that? That's him. That's the way he walks now. I know that's him. Coming, I'm coming. Louie. Oh, Louie. Hello, Rita. Hello, Jerry. Hey, cop. Come over to take a look at the ghost? Came over to say welcome home, cop. Glad to have you home. What's left to me, you mean? Oh, don't say that, Louie. The leg doesn't make any difference to us. It does to me. You'll get used to it, cop. What's a leg to a guy like you? Plenty. Besides, it ain't just a leg. Look at my clothes. Five years ago, they fit me. Now, look. Look how my pants flap around the peg when I walk. We'll get rid of the peg, Louie. They got wonderful artificial legs nowadays. Yeah. And they cost plenty of money. We'll get the money. I'll work and we'll save every dime we can lay our hands on. It won't take long. Sure. Besides, I got a job all set for you in Dallas, Cop. When? A couple of weeks, maybe. I'm heading for there tonight. I I wanted to see you before I left. I'll take it. Let me know when you're ready for me. You bet. Uh, 
job. Uh, you need any money to tide you over? I'll do all right. I'll pick up a couple of odd jobs between now and then. Got one lined up in Newton that ought to tide me over. Nice fat safe with lots of dough in it. I'm coming. Where are you? Here I am, copper. Yeah, you asked for it. Sheriff's office, this is Ed North. Some guy just stole my car, right by Turner's garage. I heard some shots in there, and then the guy drives off. It's a 1940 Mercury sedan, license 8L50. I'll wait here for you. The shots came from inside the garage there, Deputy Crane. Right. All right, Mr. North, stand back while I flash my light around. Who is it? Gibson. Gibson, it's you. What happened? Oh, oh. Patrolman Gibson's been shot oh. bad. Get a doctor north, quick. Uh, Gibson. Gibson, can you hear me? I... I... I hear you. What happened? A... A robber. Got him at the safe. Yeah. What do you look like? He... Come on, try, Gibson. What did he look like? He... He had... He had what? One... One... One what, Gibson? One... What? Gibson. Gibson. In there, Crane? Yes, Sheriff Harris, over here. Passed Ed North on the way in, running for a doctor. Who's been shot? Patrolman Gibson, Sheriff. What? He's dead. Who did it? Some robber trying to crack that safe. Any description, Crane? No, Sheriff Gibson was nearly gone when I got here. Did he get a shot at the killer? I'll see. Here's his gun here on the floor. Take a look. No, his gun hasn't been fired. Hmm. I wonder how he came in. Is that front door, Jimmy? Well, doesn't seem to be, Sheriff. You could have gotten in the back door. Oh, it's too heavy. It's always bolted. There's some windows in the side alley. That may be the answer. Come on. We'll take a look out there. It's plenty dark in this alley, Crane. Yeah, I'll flash my light around, Sheriff. Look at that window. Wide open. 
That must be the way he broke in, then. Sheriff, look. There are some footprints. Lead right up to the open window. Strange. They're all on the same foot. Yes, the left one. All left shoes. What do you make of that? I don't know yet. Crane, what's that on the right side of the footprints alternating with them? Looks like line of little holes that a cane would be. No, too big. Wait. Wait. A peg leg. A peg leg? Yes, a peg-legged man shot Patrolman Gibson. By George, Sheriff Harris. Yes? I saw a peg-legged man in town today. Here in Newton? Where? He was helping a red-headed girl with some luggage down at the hotel. That's so. Get down to the hotel and check on the two of them. If their stories aren't right, bring them to headquarters. So, Commissioner Valentine, within minutes after Patrolman Gibson was killed, Sheriff Harris and his deputy had uncovered their unusual clue. We're all eager to hear the next development in this case, Sheriff Tennyson. But first, a word from Waterman. Many people are asking, why doesn't my fountain pen dealer have the new Waterman's taper right, which I've been hearing so much about? The answer is very simple. In spite of the fact that Waterman's factory is breaking all production records, these new Waterman's taper right pens do not stay in dealer stocks because people snap them up the minute they arrive. The new Waterman's Taperite pens are by far America's greatest pen values today. No other pen matches them in smart, modern styling, in beauty, and in writing excellence. So sleek, so slim, so trim, they're beautiful. You'll agree yourself when you see Waterman's new Taperite pens and compare them with other leading pens. Yes, America's oldest fountain pen company has produced a new pen which combines the famous Waterman's qualities with new modern styling to give you a writing instrument superior to any others on the market today. The same thing is true with Waterman's new standard point pens, designed for those who prefer the more conventional style. If you are buying a fountain pen for a gift or for yourself, be sure to see both these great new lines of fountain pens. Like thousands of others, you'll say, the new Waterman's is first of the four leading brands, first in style, first in beauty, and first in writing excellence. You'll make no mistake. You'll get the best if you look for the name Waterman. And now back to Gangbusters and Commissioner Valentine. Sheriff Tennyson... The peg-legged man and the red-headed girl had been seen in the hotel in Newton, Texas, several hours before the murder of Patrolman Gibson. Was Sheriff Harris's men able to locate this couple? A few hours after Patrolman Gibson's murder, Commissioner Valentine, Deputy Sheriff Crane reported back to Sheriff Harris's office. Sorry to take so long, Sheriff Harris, but I had to go over to Jasper before I could get that red hair. Where is she now? Uh, I brought her here to headquarters with me. Good. Any sign of the peg-legged man? No, Sheriff. I thought she might be waiting for him to show up in Jasper, so I asked the sheriff there to keep a cover on the place. Good. Let's have this woman in. Yes, sir. All right, come in now, please. Who's responsible for this outrage? Why was I dragged here to Newton like a criminal? We have a few questions we'd like you to answer. Questions about what? Murder. I don't know about any murder. Why did you run to Jasper right after it was committed? I heard shooting. I was terrified, so I got out of town. I don't know anything about any murder, I tell you. Where's your peg-legged boyfriend? 
I don't know what you mean. Yes, you do. You were seen with a man with a peg leg earlier today. We know a man with a peg leg shot and killed a police officer tonight. Maybe it was the same man. I still don't know what you're talking about. Look, lady, a brutal murder was committed. We're going to get the man who did it, either with your help or without it. You're bluffing. You've got nothing on me. I've got enough to clap you into jail. I know my rights. You can't connect me with that killing. Lady, maybe not, but that doesn't mean I can't put you in jail. Lock her up, Crane. What'll I book her on, Sheriff? Booker's a vagrant. We'll hold her until we've gotten the real reason for her running out of town. Attention, Sheriff Harris, Newton, Texas. Description of killer of night patrolman Gibson, your city, Fitz Lewis, peg leg cop, notorious gunman and ex-convict. Right leg amputated May 1936 as a result of bullet wound received in gun battle with police, Houston, Texas. Released from Texas State Penitentiary April this year. Known to associate with attractive, red-haired woman called Rita. Dallas Police to Sheriff Harris, Newton. Mercury sedan, license 8L50, found abandoned on outskirts of Dallas. Fingerprints on wheel and door identified as those of Peg Leg Cobb. All police, Dallas and vicinity, notified to be on lookout for one-legged killer. Stop the car a minute, Watts. Something wrong, Patrolman Evans? I don't know. I thought I saw... Oh, there. See it? What? A flash of light in that window. Dallas Warehouse and Trucking Company. Yes, but it could be the watchman. Maybe, maybe not. We'd better make sure. Right. Door's unlocked. Something is wrong here. We're going in. Right. I'll go first. You cover me. What was that? Came from over there in the corner. Shh. What do you make of that noise? Uh, Not positive yet. Coming closer. You in there. This is the police. Come out with your hands up. Stop it. Duck back, pal. Come on, or we'll blast you out. We got the place surrounded. Come and get us, coppers. Hold your fight till we can locate them, Watts. I spotted the flash. They're near the back staircase. Okay, let them have it. Hold it. Hold it. We're coming out. No tricks. Throw out your guns. Okay. Head mine. Come on, the rest. All right, here it is. And you light on them, Watts. Now come out one at a time with your hands up. Yeah, here I come. But don't shoot. Okay, that's far enough. Keep your hands up, face the wall. That's it. Now you, the other one. Evans, look, a peg leg. I thought so. Peg leg cow. I'm almost sorry you gave up so easy, Cobb. If I didn't have this peg leg, you coppers never would have trapped me. Let's take these two down to headquarters, Watts. Sheriff Harris has a bulletproof case against this murderer. Railroad station, Ed North speaking. This is Sheriff Harris, Ed. Hello, Sheriff. What can I do for you? 
I want two reservations on the 1105 for Huntsville and a single ticket back. Oh, taking someone to the penitentiary? Yes, Lewis Cobb. Pegleg? Yes. He just got 99 years for murdering Patrolman Gibson. Wilson's been sprung out of Arkansas pen. Ralph, Wilson. Shh, quiet. Where'd you meet him? Never mind. He's been waiting for a chance to team up with me. He's swiping a car in some artillery in Houston. He'll be waiting for us about ten tomorrow. Well, what about the guards? That's where you come in. Now, the guards is all on horseback. Yeah, and armed with rifles. Don't forget that. Yeah, and Fields is murder on my peg leg. Worse than a ball and chain. So you got to distract the guard while I get a head start. Oh, now, wait a minute, Cobb. Me give you a head start? My friend, doing you're quicker than me any day in the week. Listen, Jerry. you got a better chance than me. Yeah? I want to give you the signal. You ask the guard for a light. Then? You knock the guard off his horse fast. Grab it. Make for the car. And you? I'll be halfway to the car by then. I yell. The guards won't know whether to shoot at you or me. we both got an even chance. I get the horse, huh? Okay, Cobb, I'm with you. Knew I could count on you, Jerry. I'll get some sleep now and look sharp for my signal. Yeah, one more day of this hole and I'll be hunched back for the rest of my life. Yeah, me too. Everything set, go? Yeah. See over there in the road? Where? The guy tinker with the tire? Oh, yeah. That's Wilson. I keep hoeing. Right. Here comes a guard. I really gets up to us and ask him for the light. Okay, go. Hey, 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 guard. Whoa. What do you want, Jerome? You okay if I smoke? Sure. Uh, can I take a light off that cigarette of yours? Where are your matches? I'm all out. Okay, here, reach. Thanks. Hey, horse, what? All right, grab his gun, Jerry. Okay. I'm on my way. Go with it, you... Takes care of you, guard. Hey, hey, Wolf! Wolf! Hey, Cobb! Cobb, wait for me! The horse got away! Cobb! Hey, Cobb! Cobb! Cobb, they got... Cobb, I'm hit! Cobb! Be on watch for Lewis Cobb, known as Pegleg, just escaped from Texas State Prison Farm in Fort Sedan, driven by unidentified man. Jerry Jerome, Cobb's partner, purposely drew fire away from Cobb and is in serious condition from gunshot wounds. Attention, all Texas police. Three warehouse robberies in Houston within three days believed work of killer Pegleg Cobb and partner. One-legged man traced from scene of... Fort Worth filling station operator brutally beaten and robbed by one-legged man. 
License number of getaway car reported stolen two weeks ago. Be on watch for 1944 coach. License K75-650. Attention, Texas, Oklahoma police, highway patrols. Getaway car reported Highway 70, headed toward Ardmore. Cover all highways, vicinity Ardmore, Durant, Atoka. Watch for Peg Lake Cobb. Desperate fugitive. Known killer. Approach with caution. You was born in Oklahoma, Wilson. Where are we now? Coming into Ardmore, Cobb. So we gotta get more money. Quick. I gotta get sleep quick. Cops ain't giving us a second's rest. Yeah, we got them dizzy with the jobs we pulled. They don't know where to look. Yeah. So they're swarming everywhere we go. I'm turning off the main street. Maybe we can see someplace to make a quick haul. Hey, look out. You almost hit a guy. Hey, he shouldn't have been up after midnight. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what are you stopping for? This jewelry store. We can use them rings. Now bust the window and grab all you can. I'll keep the motor going. Okay. Oh, uh-oh. What is it? Look up by the corner. The guy you almost hit. Turning down this way. I'll take care of him. Get going. Now grab all the diamonds you can. Okay. Hey, you! Stop! Police! Police! Get him off me, pal! Okay, I'll get him. Let go of him, mister. Kill him. Come on, pal, into the car. Okay. Hardmore Police Department. Captain Hollis speaking. This is Olin Dunlap from the hotel, Captain. Welch's jewelry store has just been robbed. Did you see it? Yes, sir. The bandits were driving a Ford sedan. The license started with K-75. K-75. Good work, Olin. Oh, not so good, Captain. Kind of ashamed of myself. I let a one-legged man push me around. A one-legged man? Yeah, why? You ought to be glad you're alive. That man is Pegleg Cobb, wanted by every officer in Texas. Thanks, Olin. You may be made out of iron cob, but I ain't. I gotta get some rest. All right, Wilson. Where's this hideout you're yapping about? We turn off the highway beyond the next town. What's that? Huh? Coppers? Well, maybe it's cops, maybe it ain't. We'll make a run for it anyhow. I knew I should have killed that guy in Ardmore. They're hanging on. It's coppers, all right. There's a siren. Faster, cop, faster, the game. I can't get anything more out of it. My leg's halfway through the floorboard now. Yeah, they're pulling up on us like we were standing still. All right, break out your guns. Okay, lucky shot might do it. Pull as steady as you can. More, more, shoot again. They're overhauling us. All right, let them have it as they pull alongside. Now. Uh, no, nothing doing, cop. Take a look what they got staring us in the face. Tommy gun. Okay. Okay, Carver. Don't shoot. 
Can't argue against a machine gun, Wilson. Come out with your hands up, both of you. Peg leg, just as we expected. Well, that's nice, copper. I'd hate to disappoint you. I got a solo reserve for you, Cobb, back in Texas. Start walking over to that squad car. Pegleg Cobb was returned to the Texas Prison Authorities at Huntsville, Commissioner Valentine, where he is at present, serving out the remainder of his 99-year sentence. And his new partner, Wilson, was handed over to the Arkansas authorities. This has been an unusual case, Sheriff Tennyson, and the clue of Cobb's peg leg will plague him no matter what mischief he ever gets into. Now, in just a minute, we'll broadcast our nationwide clues, but first... A word from Waterman. Thousands of people have had the experience of finding their fountain pens dry when they want to use them most. You will be glad to know that some inks go farther than others, and the ink which goes the farthest is Waterman's blue-black ink. Actual tests conducted by a nationally known independent laboratory prove that Waterman's blue-black ink writes up to three times as far as other nationally advertised inks. By actual word count, you get up to 6,500 extra words from each filling when you use Waterman's blue-black ink in your pen. Waterman's ink saves you all this time and trouble because it's all ink. Yes, all ink. Nothing added, no dilution, no harmful solvents. In addition to more words per filling, this world-famous ink formula enables you to write with clear, sharp lines making letters and words which are almost impervious to time, to fading, and even water. That is why Waterman's Blue-Black Ink is the world's largest selling ink at 10 cents. Ask your dealer for Waterman's Blue-Black Ink. It comes to you in a handy tip-fill bottle. You can also get Waterman's Ink in seven other smart colors in the same tip-fill bottles, and all only 10 cents. So the next time you buy ink to get the best, just look for the name Waterman. Now, Gangbusters Nationwide Clues, broadcast as a public service to assist American police in their war against the underworld. Wanted, connection murder, Brooklyn, New York. Russell Earl Donahue. It is charged that this man and two others, in course of armed robbery of tavern, shot and killed citizens. Listen carefully to official description. Russell Earl Donahue. Age 23, about six feet tall, 180 pounds, brown hair, blue eyes, scar on knuckle, right index finger. Wanted by New York City police for questioning murder. Urgently sought for questioning by federal and state authorities. Murder. Riley Brown McCain, 40, 5 feet 11 inches, 150 to 165 pounds, ruddy complexion, graying brown hair combed straight back, blue eyes, eyelids twitch when talking, speaks rapidly, wanted Beaumont, Texas for questioning connection murder. Riley Brown McCain. 
Indicted for bank robbery, Omaha, Nebraska, John Lewis Carey, described as... Age 39, 5 feet 11 inches, 170 pounds, brown hair, light brown eyes, long face, wide mouth, rangy build, scar right forehead, two scars left index finger. This man may be working as ranch hand or rodeo performer. John Lewis Carey. Wanted for questioning Los Angeles, California, alleged bank robber Morris Kessler. Here is Kessler's official description. Morris Kessler, 29, 5 feet 7 and 5 eighths inches, 126 pounds, dark chestnut hair, hazel eyes, scar over left eye, scar left elbow, use of this arm impaired, repeating, scar left elbow, limited use of left arm. Watch for alleged bank robber, Morris Kessler. These are the clues on the most urgently sought persons in the United States tonight, January 12, 1946. If you have any information concerning these clues, notify your local police, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, or gangbusters at once. Now, here is Commissioner Valentine. Next week, Gangbusters presents the case of the Triangle Bandit, who carved a trail of robbery and violence through ten Midwestern states before federal and local police forced a rift between them in as strange a climax as there is in police records. Listen next week, same time, same station, to this authentic case on Gangbusters. And any time, anywhere, when you were buying a fountain pen or when you were buying ink, always look for the name Waterman. Gangbusters is a Phillips H. Lord production. This is ABC, the American Broadcasting Company.